Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Highland. We are mother and daughter and your hosts for You're Not, Not That, that special. special. But um, I'm your mom and I think you're very special. So why are we calling this You're Not That Special? Because in a world that tells me I'm either not so great or I could be great if I just did this, I want to know that I can just be me, embracing the wonder and joy of my everyday life. That does sound really free. Let's talk about it. Hi, Mom. Hey, Em. So today we are talking about friendship within families. And we have a big family, lots of potential friendships within the family. I'm married, so I've got those relationships. Didn't you count up one time how many relationships there are within the family? Which is really interesting. So you'd think about the, I don't know, there's six kids. So let's just say this was before anybody was married. It would be in the hundreds, if not thousands now, because here's where I get really nerdy. So relationships, so you and I have a relationship and from the outside, that is a single relationship, but <laughs> he's so happy. So from the outside, that's just one relationship. But the truth is, you and I represent two relationships, right? Right. Your perception of our relationship and, and mine. So let's just add Benjamin. So between you and me, there are two relationships. Now, between you and Benjamin, there's a relationship. Two relationships. Two relationships. <laughs> and between me and Benjamin, there are two relationships. So with three people, we're up to six. But they don't just double like that. So anyway, yeah, I kind of went through and did that with every person in our family. And it was a lot of relationships, which I just found really fascinating as a mom to think about, okay, that's what's swirling around here. Every day. Every day. And it actually... I think as somebody who is very sensitive to how everyone's doing <laughs> all the time, it's, it's really cool that we're talking about this because already I'm thinking, you know, as my HSP, for those of you who have heard about that highly sensitive person or personality, I am, especially with people. And so it, it helps me understand why I very quickly tire out because, you know, there are hundreds of relationships. Hundreds of relationships. And right. I, I don't cue into all of them, but I do a lot. Right. That's amazing. And being in relationship with family is so important because it has such a full, deep impact on our lives. I mean, in most cases, you're going to see your family over and over. Um, Until... You die. Until you die. Yeah. Right. Even if you live far apart and do grow apart, if chances gets are. Married right. Or, you're going to go to a wedding or a funeral. Right. Yeah. And you just keep seeing these people. Yeah. You just can't shake them. So you <laughs> might as well be friends with them, I guess, is what we're trying to say, right? Here we go. Like, and we're done. Thanks so much for <laughs> thank listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's, but you know, there is a really pragmatic side to it. And here's how I think of it. You'd take a bullet for most of them. Yeah. <laughs> On most days, right? 
There aren't very many people in your life that you have that kind of, even if it's a strained relationship, mm -hmm. you would, yeah, you might be fighting with them, but somebody from, you know, the outside comes. Right. Suddenly you are your sibling's, you know, ally. ally yeah. Absolutely. And so I remember even thinking about that when you guys were young and talking to you about cousins. Mm -hmm. How those are really great relationships to invest in because there are not many people in your life that you're going to run into 30, 40, even 50 years from now. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, when you think about it. I've had wonderful friends that I thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be friends forever. Life happens, and kids grow up, and people move, and you just, it doesn't always happen that you stay in touch Mm -hmm. And that's one of the, I mean, it's a challenge of family, but it's also really a gift and a blessing that these people are going to be in your life. Right. Probably all your life in one degree or another. So, yeah, it does just make sense to make the most of it. Yeah. I think they can be such rich relationships because... I was thinking about this the other day. There's something about being admired, and I think in a new friendship, a lot of the time, there's, you know, an admiration that's going on. You know, it's reciprocal. Like, I admire you, you yeah. admire me, yeah. I like the way you dress your kids. I don't know, whatever it is. Decorate your house. Right, sure, whatever, is, whatever. Yeah, think like I do, yeah. The draw is. Right. And then, and then you move past admiration, and you get into, we talked about this last week, some conflict, and... Right. Um, but being admired is great. I think being understood is even better. And there's something about a sibling. I mean, I don't have sisters, but I have brothers. And there's something about when you say something and the sibling just looks at you and they know exactly what you mean. And you don't even have to explain yourself. Your secret. Right. Yeah. And you just have this kind of like language yeah that's amazing that you yeah. don't have anywhere else right and they know you they can understand you if the relationship is close right and they know your world during your most formative years right like and nobody else cares yeah and it's kind of amazing i yeah. mean you don't yeah. have friendships like that with Right. You know, they're very rare to have and outside they take of a family. Years to have that kind of history and understanding. Mm -hmm. That's that's a really, really interesting and good point. I think just that yeah, normally it's it's like mindedness, desire, something we or not desire, admiration that would draw us to friendships and that's normal, but family is that idea of being understood and that's and, and, and we long to be understood. Right. And we've talked so much about family culture and how family cultures vary so right. vastly from family to family. And you have an opportunity to be close friends with somebody who grew up in the same family culture as you. Uh huh. To me, that's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, whether you loved that family culture or you right. disliked right. it, you get to come back to this person and, you know, say, look at our family. What did you like? What did you dislike? Exactly. You know, and they know yeah. exactly where you're coming from. I love that too because I think, you know, we want to idealize things. 
or reject them altogether. So if you struggled in your family and maybe on the scales, the, the bad outweighs the good, it's so easy to, so that's the, that defines your history. That's what's on the cover of the book, right? That, you know, it's something very, very negative. Right. And I think that as you grow into adulthood and you begin to understand how you were brought up and how it's influenced you and having allies in that, siblings, and I think parents, if people can get really humble and objective <laughs> about where, where the struggles were, where the mistakes were, I, I really feel like that is a great place to be able to work through those things with people who get it who understand. And it's not to say they're the only ones. I mean, people on the outside who are objective can see so much. I mean, I think spouses are clearly, you know, spouses mm -hmm. see the good, the bad. And I think that's where you can get into the stereotypical in-law relationships, which there's a temptation to the stereotype, you know, is pretty negative. But with grace, there's so much that can be processed and learned mm -hmm. with the ones you grew up with and with the ones who have come into your life later, whether it's a spouse or another relationship, and can see your history objectively. And I think a lot of our undue stress and distress comes from going into what are really quite difficult mergings pretty difficult relationships, expecting them to be easy. You know, sure. that I'm going to merge this, my family culture and the way that I see things and do things with your family culture and the way you see things and do things and expect that that's just gonna be a very simple dance, you know, that we're going right. to fall into that <gasps> without, you know, some stress and some, you know, missteps. I think we do ourselves a disservice by expecting it to be easy when it's hard, you know, sure, but worth yeah, it. And if yeah. we could go into it with the mindset that this is going to be difficult, this is not going to go easily, you know, it's so much like, uh, like motherhood, you know, like this, this will be hard. Right. But if you know it's going to be hard, then you're ready for it. And you're going in with, you know, grace and... Yeah. You know, opportunity, looking for opportunity to apologize, to ask forgiveness where you can so that you can keep that relationship moving forward and right. and see it through to something healthy and functioning. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that if we aren't so surprised by trials sure. and tribulations, then it's a little bit easier to walk through. Yeah. Well, and so we've moved quickly from, like, your first friends, right? Siblings and, and family relationships into trying to merge New. two families together right. in marriage. And um, it's funny because you, you just, we, you talked about admiration, right? So mm -hmm. you see this other person and probably even see their family and, and depending on your level of maturity, it's like, oh, their family is so great, and my family. It makes me think more of, like, younger relationships, maybe friendships or, you know, romantic boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. I remember doing that. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, their family, you know, is so wonderful because they're strong in an area where my family is weak. And so yeah. in, in immaturity, we define our families by their, by their weaknesses, right? And then we define other families that we admire, whether it's a friend or a potential spouses, by its strengths. Mm. And particularly, since you're talking about marriage, so you go in that really idealized about, you know, his family is so great or her family. And I realize that's not everybody's experience. Some people have a better grasp on right. the realities. Um, but then this is something I think that is really key when you talk about expectations and merging two couples, two family cultures, is very soon you begin to see uh, there's these things I really don't like that much about you. Mm -hmm. And then you see this line that connects this thing that maybe drives you crazy about your spouse. Mm -hmm. And then you see where it came from. And I think that often will quickly lead into maybe not so great feelings about their family of origin. Mm -hmm. Or that temptation to your family always does. You're, you're just like... Right. Them. Yeah. I think those kinds of things really come out when you're with families. Mm -hmm. um, I remember dad growing up, you know, he grew up in a family of one sister and three brothers. Three brothers. So it was like you, but you had, it was one girl and five boys. So in his family, it was one girl and four boys. And we'd get together with the family and it was like the, all these boys or young men became 12 again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't grow up with boys. And I didn't find that I liked 12-year-old <laughs> boys when they were together, <laughs> even though they, you know, were in their 20s. And so that was my first initiation into just the power and influence of a family. And, and I think throughout marriage, it's been, okay, there, I mean, everybody, if I'm honest, there are things in that family culture that obviously dad's held on to, and there are things that, you know, kind of rub the rough edges off of me. Mm -hmm. They're hard. And then when we're together, I'm like, oh, yeah, so that's where this came from. And that temptation to be dismissive or, or really negative about his origin, family of origin, but then I look at all that I love, mm -hmm. all that is great, and guess family. what? I owe that to them. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, middle-aged man. He's a lot. But, you know, those, when you really yeah. consider the impact that a family of origin has on, since we're talking about spouses. Right. So you see all these things. That, oh, you learn that from your, you know, mom, dad, siblings, whatever. But then everything that you love, guess who you have to thank? Yeah. Is them. Mm -hmm. Th that pushes back a lot. That really challenges that stereotypical in-law. It's like, you know, you're always saying we deal so well in extremes. Mm -hmm. We deal well in, in the mentality that, oh, you got away from that horrid family that you had. <laughs> and look at how great you've made yourself or <laughs> right oh gosh you're just so awful like your family right you know yeah well those were both the same extreme 
that horrid family, you're just so awful like your family. No, you're so awful like your family or you got away from your family and and became right. great. I'm saying like you could do oh, either one okay. with your spouse. But it's all it's all the fault of the family. Right. Instead of realizing, yeah, this did come from your family and it's difficult, but who doesn't who doesn't have something walk away with, with negative things? And at the same time, all these great things that I admire about you, that's what they put into you. That's mm -hmm. what we can have, you know, this kind of perception, I think, of the great families and the bad families. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think family, it's a beautiful thing. Just family, just that infrastructure. It is. That someone cared for you, you know, yeah. a mother and a father and children. Yeah. It's a really holy and beautiful thing, and I just think that, you know, it's under attack in a way that yeah. we don't really understand. And yeah. and I, I do think, I'm kind of going off on a different direction now, but I, I do think that as we get into adulthood, we kind of feel like we, I don't know, we lose this sense of responsibility in, in our families, you know, to honor your father and mother. You mm -hmm. see that a lot, you know, mm -hmm. once you get to a certain age, you're like, well, that's their problem. Interesting. You know, they're yeah. their own mess, and <laughs> I don't have to be a part of their mess anymore because I've married and I've moved right. out. And know. I'm going to do it right. Right, yeah. Mm. I've never thought that, just, uh, just a <laughs> confession. <laughs> um, I yeah. I think that it's it's easy easy to do and that the the family culture the family structure is under attack in all forms you know yeah yeah Ours. in marriage and parenting and then certainly the extended family and I right. think that's something we've almost lost mm -hmm. culturally yeah because we're so afraid of of the idea of being, you know, like helicopter parents, right? That we, I mean, I, well, I'll just, I'll say I. So I feel like I did. I went into marriage. I'm going to do this right. You have high ideals. And those are necessary because your ideals direct you. They just so easily become sources of, pride or despair when they don't work out, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and they, they can really become idols too. So I'm going to have, you see, you identify something from your family of origin, you know, um, that was not great, and you're going to do it different, which is good, until it becomes what you said. There isn't honor. There isn't grace, there's bitterness, there's anger, there's unforgiveness, mm -hmm. and I'm going to do this differently. And inevitably, you find yourself, you know, maybe the details are different, but you're going to fail. You're going to struggle. You're going to have strained issues with in marriage and in parenting just because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so you've so idealized it that... It suffers and, and you feel like you, you know, you failed, 
you were cursed, you had, and and over and over and over we're left without this security that was meant to be full of grace, full of forgiveness, and full of purpose in our lives at every level. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why in the past people couldn't do it like we do. They, they needed one another. They had to rely on the people around them. Mm-hmm. And they had to work through conflict because they needed lumber to build their <laughs> cabin. And only Uncle Sven has the lumber. <laughs> so we better apologize for the other night when we were nasty to... Uncle Sven's kid, right. you know, like Instead you just have to Instead of forty years later rehashing that night that oh, Uncle Sven and right. what a jerk and yeah, he drank too much that night anyway, and that's who he was. Right. Yeah. We are so comfortable in our lives that it allows us um, really this kind of luxury mm-hmm. of breaking off integral relationships that. Yeah, we're meant to do something really, really good in our lives. And I think it all it always goes back to conflict in in friendship, in relationship, because there are conflicts that you have to um, walk away from. You know, there are relationships that you have to put in distance. And I think that book, Boundaries, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even read it myself, just everyone I've talked to who yeah. has needed that yeah. kind of help for, for themselves. Yeah. yeah, has read the book Boundaries. Yeah. But it's it's these relationships do have such potential to bear incredible fruit. And I mean, I've seen it. I have amazing relationships with all of my siblings and I learn so much from them. And if anybody can, you know, point things out in me that need changing, right? it's them. Yeah. And, I mean, and we're in a pretty awesome place where they, they do that. Right. You know? Right. That's a really good point because I think those are the, fam- it's the family relationships that, you know, we've talked about conflict and I really don't like it. And it's very hard for me to confront I mean, why would I confront? Why would I create conflict? But I certainly will confront my family because I'm okay with you being annoyed or ticked off with me. If I see something that I care about, if I see you heading toward, you know, danger, Mm -hmm. even if it might offend, I'll still say something. Hopefully I'll say it graciously and... But I'll be okay with it not being received. It's almost like if, you know, when you guys are visiting and you're leaving, I'm like, you know, watch out for the deer. Or, you know, if the weather's been bad, be careful. Those are things that you were going to do anyway. You're not stupid. You've, you know what the weather's like. You know what the roads are like. You know that there are deer that will run out, you know, and mm-hmm. um, hit your car. But I need to say it because if I didn't say it and you drove home and hit a deer, you know, in my motherliness, I would think, oh, if only I'd said, watch out for the deer. Right. That's a silly example, 
but I think it, it's reflective of I'm okay with you being annoyed. I'm okay with you being challenged and, and chafed a little bit by something. And, you know, I, I've said it to, to dad at times, you know, where I'll say something and I'll say, who else is going to tell you, right? right? Who else is going to, who else loves you enough that they're going to risk the offense? Right. And I think that is a major value. I mean, there are friends like that, and but not many. Yeah. And good on them that will. Let's say, because I love you, I'm going to say this hard thing. Mm-hmm. And you've been saying hard things all along in family. Yeah. I mean, you've pulled each other's hair and spit at each other and called right. each other's names. And so there's a security that is really, really valuable. Mm-hmm. I feel like family is like, um, it's your first, you know, um, diversity training. Yeah. Because I've watched as, as I grew older and dad grew older, the family members, his siblings, mine, life just happens and you evolve and you become very different people, but yet you know, you come back together at holidays or whatever, and you look around and you're like, I probably wouldn't be friends with many of these people. Our, our circles would never connect. But here we are because we're family. All that's necessary is that, that we love one another. We have familial love mm-hmm. that doesn't need all the commonalities. It doesn't need all of the ideologies that align Mm -hmm. we're going to love each other because your aunt so-and-so and and your uncles you know and you're my sister and you're my Mm brother-in-law that's really valuable where else do you experience that in a lifelong way maybe church Mm -hmm. although it's pretty easy to switch churches too it's Mm -hmm. not so easy to switch (laughs) Families. I'm going to go get a new mom. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one time saying to one of you guys, there was some family issue. And I just, you know, extended family issue. And I said, you know, I think the best thing to do with family is to love them. And that always comes back to me, you know, when you're in these difficult places that and I you you touched on it but there are times even in family to walk away I get that Mm -hmm. that's a sad reality but most of the time it's not that or just you know my brother is annoying me or doesn't think the same way I do politically or whatever or he talked mean to my kid right there's a family test (laughs) (laughs) right but you your family you know what the value of that is and so you're just going to stick it out and love truly does cover a multitude of sins. thanks so much for listening you can connect with us at you're not that special on instagram you can connect with at Emily Varee, that's Emily V-A-R-E-E, and you can connect with my mom at Kim Highland, that's Kim H-Y-L-A-N-D. 
And if you haven't listened to it already, be sure to take a listen to our first episode where we explain why you're not that special. (laughs) Until then, we encourage you to embrace the wonder and joy of your everyday life. See you next time.